0: here we go Dalid. this daf is going to take us on a journey a fascinating journey through shas with um two primary topics on today's daf topic number one is a continuation we're up to the fifth line from yesterday the words sarif, where we're discussing when something becomes forbidden does that mean that it must be disposed of in a way of burning that's going to be the back and forth that we had, continuing from yesterday, which will lead us to Ahmed Bez of today, where we will be discussing various transgressions, uh, actions that a person does, and the amount of malchus that one can receive from one action. Can you receive multiple sets of malchus for one action? How many malchus do you get, depending on the action? So that's going to be the second primary topic, and it's going to take us through multiple places, multiple uh, situations um, throughout uh, Shas and areas of Allah. So without further ado, let's get going. Line number five, 24a, when it says, that when something is holy and it's forbidden to benefit, you got to bind it. The teach me that it must be burned. That is not teaching me that something that's forbidden to benefit also must be burnt. That's not the source. That, that can't be the verse that's telling it to us. Why the Tanya? Because we learned in a Reb Shimon says, This is teaching us about a chatos that it must be burnt inside the area of the Ka'idesh, of the base of And not only. Is the halacha that it must be burnt inside the courtyard of the base of Mikdash? Things that are holy of holies, higher level of tumor, lower, uh, higher level of purity, I'm, I'm sorry, of holiness, and lower level of holiness. How do you know that if they get ruined as well the, and they're forbidden to benefit, how do I know they also must be burnt inside the base of Mikdash? So you see that bin Sarif needs to be specifically teaching me these halachas of a karbachatnas, And it's not teaching me the general halachas, like we said before, of burning anything that's forbidden to benefit from. Amarle. So, he said back to him, again, this is the Talmud, uh, speaking to Rav Shmuel Bar he says, Rabbi Yain Rab Rabbi Ochmei Haikroch Amar Rabbi learned the halacha that um, you're not allowed to benefit Again, from what we were discussing yesterday, from the Shara Nisgal and Pesach, is learned out for the following pasuk: If you have naisar, something left over from a carbon until the next morning, or from the bread, the halacha is you got to get rid of the naisar; it must be burned. <laughs> now, if the Torah says, "But is vas it's got to be boint. Can I eat it? Nope. Gotta be burnt. So, what do you mean, lay Yachal Yahel You can't eat it, it gotta in the fire. Just say, burnt in the fire. If it's gotta be burnt in the fire, I know, tell them, can't eat it. The words lo Yahya here are extra. So, why does it say, by or why does it say, don't eat it? I would have known that, Mamela. Amenian if it's not t- teaching me for itself, its own halacha that it can't be, and it can't be because I already know it can't be, and you've got to burn it in the fire. So the hakzivah saraptas can't be teaching me itself that you can't eat it, because it's got to be burnt in the fire. Tanayu in l'sharis surim shibatayra, it must be. This is a source for other isurim in the Torah. For example, like we learned earlier, this is what the Talmud was saying that when you have a shorhanisgal or Anything that's forbidden to benefit from must be burnt. The halacha is, it must be burnt. But it's not teaching me only this, in the same way nicer must be burnt alongside, along with the prohibition of not being allowed to eat is that it must be burnt. This lets us know, Taco, we have a source from nicer. Anytime something's forbidden to eat, it's also obligated to boin it. That's what I would have thought. Use nicer as a source for everything else. Amakra as a nicer. But then the Pasik says, ooh, burn the nicer. That's a exclusive expression. If the sarafta means everything, it shouldn't it shouldn't just it should just say the sarafta. Don't eat it. And then and then burn burn everything. Why are you mentioning only the Nisar? To teach us Nisar B'shreifah says the Talmud like this. Nisar is going to be the source of the Habamina and Maskana of the initial thought, the back and forth. As to whether once something becomes prohibited to benefit, does that necessarily mean it's for, it, it's for uh, there's an obligation to burn it? Parts of the pasuk tell me yeah, parts of the pasuk tell me no. Bottom line, as you go through each chelak of it, you have la'yochel La La'yochel means it can't be eaten. Those words are extra, because if it's got to be burned in a fire, of course you can't eat it. I would have thought la'yochel sarif is letting me know that everything, every other halacha, is similar to naisar, except that naisar needs to be burned. Everything else is only usherba no. It does not need to be burned. Says the Gemara, Is Layachal coming to teach me this? That is forbidden to benefit? Don't eat it because it's um, because it's Kaidesh. This is talking about even nicer, which is left over. You are not allowed to eat anymore, right? Because it's not in the proper time. But it's still hektish. So I tell the kids to just walk over and eat it. Kosher So I would say anything that's holy, which is Pasal, has this halacha, say, Allah, therefore brings a license, say for the eating of it. Meaning, I would have thought that what's the prohibition of nicer? Passive. It's a passive prohibition. I had a carbon, I left it over. I didn't eat it. I, it was a lack of action. I didn't eat it. Now it's nicer. Comes along lo yei to let me know that there is an additional leisaseh of eating nicer as well. Okay? There's an additional leisaseh. So now you transgressed multiple things. It's not coming to include other things. It's needed for zich alain. It's needed for this itself. Period. I want to explain this rule, stamazay in shas. Okay? When you have a word, in order to use that word or that pusuk which is written by a particular halacha, it needs to be extra. Other, because otherwise, you know, you, you can't look at one word and say, oh, that, this word, I'm going to take this word and apply it over there. If there's no specific reason to apply it elsewhere, you don't apply it elsewhere. If it's extra, and it's not teaching me gufei, it's not teaching me a halacha in and of itself, then... I have mukom. There's place to start looking at it and saying, "Hmm, well, what else is this applying to? What else am I supposed to be uh, taking from this, right?" So, we thought lo was extra, because if it's got to be burnt, of course lo yachal. Of course, I can't eat it. Ah, so if it's extra, what's it coming to teach me? Must be teaching me that uh, that uh, the same way Nicer's burnt, other things need to be burnt. That was the havamin. And the response to that was, no, because it says the Nisar needs to be burned. Which directly excludes all other prohibitions of benefit from burning. They don't need to be burned. Now the Gemara is saying, the words La'yacha are not extra in the first place. Why? Because granted I knew that Bo'esh Tisraifu means I can't eat it. Granted, that's true. But L'Yechel is still not extra. Despite the fact that it said, burn it, I would La is not extra. Why not? Because the Torah needs to let me know, at times, this is a Lais say. With one action of Nisar, you've transgressed this additional Avera of lice. It's kind of like you speak one word of Lashon Hara. It could lead to 17 transgressions. Which means that by the t- I, once I know it's forbidden, why are you mentioning it again? The answer is somebody mentions it again to add on to the prohibition, to add to the severity of what it is, and that's the Gemara's answer over here. No, la <laughs> yochel. Yeah, I know you wouldn't be able to, but it's still needed to write la to add to add a leisa say to the savera of nicer. Omar Abaye says la Really, let's go back to our original pasuk of layayachel, the Lichla beishti sarif. The Torah should have only written that the uh, chathas is burnt in the fire by layayachel. Don't need to say Yachel about the naisar. Matam That's why Daka doesn't say don't eat it. It may be Ligufo. If I don't need it, if it's not for its own topic, because I already know that if it's got to be burned by the karbachatah, sabadah, you can't eat it. Tenavkalei mechad rabbaladzar. Because we're following... The the uh, approach of Rabbi Elazar. Then we can apply it to other issues. Remember, many in and if it doesn't have to teach me specifically the prohibition of eating, because I knew that already. So it's coming to apply to the prohibition of benefit. So imakam Bisrefa, just like the the an, initial case of the karmachat which became puzzle, needs to be burnt inside the courtyard of the Beit Mikdash, so too we'll say the same way the hot is burnt every other prohibition is burnt that's what i would have thunk um, on cru- the leftovers hanaisar nice specifically the nicer needs to be burned but be all other prohibitions you get out of here you Get just move it away make sure you don't uh, transgress but you know there's no obligation to burn it Besider, that is the uh, that is the omar abai that's abai's approach and how to understand the shakla batarya the back and forth question and answer of the discussion, so labaye says, "Tabaye rega nahag one minute." Why don't we say that the pasuk of Lo is coming to add a lisa? like we said earlier. Maybe it's not extra; it's coming to add an additional transgression. The ain't like an alav because, according to Rabbi Lazar, we know a person does not get malchus for a a klal dika. Love. Now here's the halacha. Here's the halach. There are certain consequences listed in the Torah for specific others. It happens to be a fascinating topic in as much as rarely does the Torah ever bring reward for a mitzvah, yet very commonly, the Torah brings a consequence for an Aver. Where do you find reward for a mitzvah? Every once in a while, you'll find yomim, You do this, it'll give you a length of days. All right. Few mitzvahs. Then, by averus, though, we know exactly what a consequence is. This Avera, the consequence is Misa Odom. This Avera, the consequence is Misa Desavera, the consequences car race. This one the consequence is malchus. This one the consequences you'll take it up with God of and Yeah. Certain ones. One of the categories, in order to be obligated in a lav, if I do a lay say with well, the Torah says don't do this, and I do it, that is the only time where I'll get Malkus. For example, if I just don't perform a mitzvah, one day I decide not to put on my tefillah. There's no chi of malchus. I didn't perform an say. I didn't perform a positive command. There's no malchus. I have an opportunity to do a chesed for somebody and I pass up the mitzvah. I've got malchus for that. A love that is specific and has an action. An active, specific love, gets malchus. If it's a general love, there's no chi of malchus. And if there's no action, it has to be specific. So that's what the Gemara is saying over here. Rav Papa says to Abaye, again, we're going back two lines. O'malei Rav Papa Rav Papa says to Abaye, one second. For those just joining us, we're uh, about six lines down in the wide lines on Chafdal, the number of 24a. But is the pasuk of Layacha letting me know to just give a license? I Say what do you do? It's not adding anything. I already know you can't do it. like in a It's not like you're adding malchus or anything. So mamela, it can't be the, the makar for the for the iser of Hanah on a shor or on you know, either on the Sharanisco or what was the other case, um, uh, or uh, getting Hana from uh, Chometz on Pesach. El Amar Sir So Repapa does not like Abayi's take on the, on the back and forth. So abaye has got his own, his own uh, brand new approach. Here we go. Listen to this. He's going to start taking us, abaye's going to take, is going to take us to uh, other places that start, that's uh, actually continue to move on to other halachas uh, around shots. I'll not proper like this. This is how I know that you're not allowed to benefit from chametz and shoranisca. If anything tame touches hektish, it must be burnt in a fire. It didn't have to say it can't be We know it can't be You got to burn it in a fire. So why does it got to say It's extra in the in, so in the If it's not teaching me its own. Uh, fact that it can't be eaten because I already again because I already know that it may not be eaten by the fact that it goes in a fire so it can't be teaching me the halacha itself within itself we can learn it out from a Calvachimer from Meiser which is less um, which, is, uh, which is less Kadosh now what's the Calvachimer from Meiser so the Gemara is about to explain when it comes to Meiser when somebody separates Meiser to give to a Cain and a leaf. It has kedusha, but it's a low. It's kachim kalim. It's a lower level of hekdish. Um, the Torah still says a person needs to come to the base of mikdash and and say vidoy and say I did not. I was not tomei when I handled my miser. so flesh of a carbon chatos. Shechted in the courtyard, of the, that's tameh. Shechted in the courtyard of the base of Mikdash. Like Koshkein. How much more so? We know you can't eat it. It's I don't need a verse, tell me that. And if you're going to say, that no, it's still necessary, because logic, it's always forbidden to give a consequence through logic. It's a fascinating difference between halacha and civil law. Okay. In halacha, it is asserted for a human being to use their logic of a kabah to punish somebody. I can't say, oh, one second. If somebody were to steal, they'll get Malchus somebody who kills unintentionally should give Malchus. I mean, Because killing unintentionally much worse than stealing. No such thing. If the Torah says this falls into a category of a consequence, it falls into that category. Okay, We don't use our logic to give uh, an Azhara a warning about a particular uh, about a particular verse. So, nevertheless, we'll have a hekesh. It says you are not allowed to eat your ma'aser sheni outside Yerushalayim. Why does he got to say that well, you can't eat it? Meaning, in the Gufay, if it's not needed for itself, because I already know it can't be eaten Tanayu, and in Khali Chali Yerusha b'Teira, it must be talking about everything else that's usser in the Teira. Because I know ma'aser itself is taken care of. I would have known that specific. I would have known that from logic. The in La'chila, and if it's not coming to teach me. The Isser Akhila, as we uh, explained earlier on the Amud and it must be teaching me the prohibition to benefit Imakan Bisrefa, But then you're going to say, oh, so once it's forbidden to benefit from the Sharhan niska and from Chametz on Pesach, why don't we say that the same way that needs to be done with Srefa? Something that's tume, uh in the Besan Mikdash needs to be burnt Bisrefa. Same answer, says Rav Papa. Again, this is Rav Papa's take different from Abay. That's where the actual word nicer is coming in. To teach me, oh, yes, 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 yes. Everything else that's forbidden to benefit from, yes. You're not allowed to, uh, 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 even though it says you can't eat, it means you also can't benefit. But it does not mean it must be burnt. Only nicer needs to be burnt. And the, anything else that, just because there are other things that are forbidden to benefit, does not necessarily mean that that must be burnt as well. Ravina says to Ravashi, "What about now in Abaye's Mahalakh Before we got to Rav Papa, asked the question on Abaye, and this is why he's coming up with his own idea. In Abaye's uh, Pshat, we brought up the concept of you know sometimes you have a verse that seems to be extra, but the Torah will still list it to add a loy to give like an additional transgression to add to the severity." Rabina asks Ravashi, what about that concept? Maybe loye yochel is taka It's taka needed to teach me its own aveira. So why am I listing it again? Why? I already know. To add to transgression. Lavi yom didn't we have by abaiyy achal like arba? That, and here we go, we're going to start going on some interesting halachas. If a person eats. A non-kosher um, sea creature called a putisa, your of malchus because you're, uh, this was considered one of the shemayna shrotzim, one of the eight rodents, and um, uh, also n'mala like a chamish an and you got five sets of malchus. So you see from here that um, well, we're going to finish the answer, and we'll finish the question in a moment. So if you eat this sea creature, you got four sets of malchus. If you eat an aunt, you get five sets of malchus. Tzira like a khamish. If you eat a tzira, some sort of uh, stinging insect, insect all, you, then you're going to get six uh, averis in the Torah. So maybe, back to our question, maybe L'yeyachel is coming to add to the say O'mar le'i, O'mar Days, O'mar le'i. ravashi says, Kol heicha dika medrish dar makminan, That's talking the rule. that When you have a verse, and you can make a medrish out of it, um, it's preferable to make a to make a drasha out of it, as opposed to start adding lavin onto uh, onto a particular averis and to add onto their lashes. There's an interesting um, trivia question that I asked the boys this past week at Avos and that is, how is it possible through one action a person can transgress and receive six million sets of malchus. How is it possible for one action of transgression, a person can receive six million sets of malchus? So the answer was, ultimately, we asked tribute questions for money to try to get everybody involved. The kids and the fathers get involved. So... Um, the answer is, there's a machleik, it's not how we ultimately pask, but this is how it would be possible to receive it. The Torah tells us that it's forbidden to make a gash in your body over a mace. And the Rambam paskins, Mishayinim paskin, the halacha is from the Gemara. The Gemara discusses this, and a lot of the this is the halacha, that if you do um, five gashes over one mace. And you're warned each time, and you're warned, so you get five sets of Malchus, even though you made gashes in your body. For one mace, since you did five times, you get five. The same thing is true if you make one gash with warning over five masons. Five people died. At first, I'm going to hurt my body because I'm so mad. I want to show how much mourning I'm in. And they warn him. You're not allowed to do that. If he, died, if, if he had five masons in mind, they be high of five sets of Malkas. The Somebody purposefully causes a gash uh, on their body, hurts harms their body, because of the six million Kaddishan that died in the Holocaust. So they could with the one action, they could be high of six million uh, different sets of malchus. Okay. A little bit of an interesting tangent. Here we go. Fine. Babosar. Yeah, we got the place. Everybody has the place, Babosar, beginning of the third line on Khavdal Abetz. Why does it say in the resh of the posah and the meat that touches anything tomei may not be eaten? The rabbi said it's the It's telling me that even the wood that it's burnt on and the levayna, the frankincense is usher to make them tomei. The habasar So why does it say the meat, any person who is I know you may eat, you're not tame. The rabbi Say Murim. That's coming to include the emurim. The emurim are the limbs of the of the the limbs of the carbon that become tame. And that's letting us know that if a person eats the if you're Tahar, but you eat the emurim that are Tame, you're also of Malchus says the Gemara, Emurim me, learned out from the HaBosar Koltar. Yoich HaBosar, really? V'ha-Nefesh HaShotei HaBosar M'zevech HaShtom Amar L'Hashem The Rabbi says, Emurim. There's a different Pasuk uh, that, uh, that's including Emurim in the Chi of Malkus, which is V'ha-Nefesh HaShotei HaBosar. Any person who does eat them, the Bosar M'zevech HaShtom Amar L'Hashem is going to be high of karies. That's the Rabbi says, Emurim. And for the Gemara, Ahasom Tumas Agoth B'Kareis Hocha Tumas Bosar B'Lab. I'll tell you the difference. If you have a Tomei person eating a tahari emurim, then you got curries. But if a tahar person eats tameh emurim, then it's a lav. Then you're high Malchus Malkus, and that's enough of a kapara. Okay. Amar bavo Amar Aviechan. Rabbi Avoh says the name of Kali Sirum Shabbatara. Any prohibition in the Torah? Ain't like an alayhem Ella Dera Khahi Lasa. If the Tara says, Don't eat, and I do eat, I only get Malchis if I eat it in the normal fashion. Lum mai, as opposed to what? Umr of shimi barashi lum ute shim ochal chhelevcha ishapat. Chelev, forbidden fats, are usually cooked up and liquefied. And then people eat it. They make it into like, a, you know, pacha. I don't know. They make some sort of a soup or, you know, dip out of it. Somebody who just eats plain poshant fat. Chelev. No, that's not human food. Humans don't eat that. So if you eat that not in the Derech Achila, you're not high of malchus. It's usher, but you're not high of malchus for eating eating Chelev in its uh, in its unusual way. Ikadamri, another option to answer of what's considered unusual. I'm not gonna get Malkus for eating it. omre Bevo, Bivalm Rabbichana? Call isurum shabataira ain't like a lay All I Surah you only get Malkus if you eat it in the normal way. The Mute Mai, what's coming to exclude Amr Barashi, the mute to exclude the following case. Before we said right, Ra He says like this. A person has a shara niskal. It's paskind. This animal is supposed to be stoned. It's forbidden to benefit from. You know what I do? I take the fats of this ox and I use it as a medicine. It's not usual. It's not common. If I do either of these things, yeah, I did not veira. I'm not allowed to benefit. But since it's not the usual way to make use of the chilev and the basar, so I'm not going to be chayev in Malchus. Everything needs to be done uh, naturally. Everything needs to be done uh, whatever natural means. Yeah, but in the the normal way, somebody told me he owns a cat. So they only buy natural food. His cat eats Horse meat? I think it is. I guess it's very natural for cats to eat horses. Yeah. It, it, it depends what natural is. Yeah, what does natural mean? Natural ingredients. It's certainly not natural for cats to eat horses. Yeah, I don't think horses run away from cats because they're their prey. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, so what's considered a derech achila over there? here, certainly to the chilev is meant to be eaten if you use it for medicine, chfeis, other stuff. So then, there's not going to be a um uh re of of malkus it marname we learned their brice similarly amar akhbar av amar basi amar reb yae khanani akhilab shura niska wa gabi mahose a person who puts the fats of a shard that was passed for death and they killed it and he's benefiting it for medicine put the fisha coli suran shabtaira in like analim ela derkhan osam ali turan shuram shabtaira only khayav for eating it in the regular terah uh, for using it in the regular derech of Hanah uh, Omar of Zera, of Zera says Nami Tanina. We also learned in a Mishnah as well to prove this concept that you're only going to be chayav on a say if you do something in the usual fashion. What does it say in the Mishnah? Ain Seifkin Esarbo Mishum Arla. A person <coughs> is not going to get lashes Arboim, which is Malkus. Right, really get thirty nine. You're not going to get Malchus for um, drinking fruit juice that comes from bovad, Unless it's coming from grapes and olives. Because that's usual. The most, most most grapes and olives are used specifically for the juice. I will Tusim, but from Tusim, Tut is a strawberry. Yeah, strawberry. I will Tusim, Teinim, figs, Rimoinim, pomegranates, Loi, my time. Why don't you get malchus for drinking all the pomegranate juice? Isn't because it's not normal. Now, people do this. But the maisa, these fruits, are primarily used as fruits, as opposed to juices. So you have a brysa. Uh, also, I wouldn't say it's telling us this halacha straight out, but it's pretty much hinting in a strong way. It's being pretty direct. That in order to be Chayyab Malchus, it's got to be done in the plain fashion, in the normal fashion. This price is not a question. He was trying to bring this as a riot, or Zayra was trying to bring a riot to this whole concept that you're only Chayyab Malchus if you use an iser in the usual way. Abaye says to him, he says, No, Bishnama Yashminam if the Mishnah would have taught us about eating a fruit, where you didn't eat the fruit in the usual way. You don't get Malchus, for example, the guy goes to a doctor with a carrot in each ear, a pee up each nostril, and he says, doctor, I don't feel good. The doctor says, something tells me you're not eating correctly. All right? yeah, incorrectly. eating correctly. You know exactly what's going on. Says the Gemara, listen, if you would have said that a person's not eating garlic in the normal way, you're eating a pee up each nostril and a cat in each ear, and you're not going to be chayav of, Yeah, the guy's got a ninja inside his head, crushing it up and throwing it into his belly. Fine, so you'd have a proof that, uh, that you're not chayav of, malchus, let's do it the normal way. Eloha, but by juice. Yishom dezea ba'amahu. Juice is, may not even be considered a fruit. And therefore, I might say, you know why you're not high on arla? Because arla applies to fruit. Arla doesn't apply to its juice, besides for grapes and olives. But by everything else, maybe the halacha of arla applies to a pomegranate. Not pomegranate juice. You make a ha'etz on a pomegranate. You make a shahakal on the juice. It's not a fruit. So I would have thunk that juice doesn't have any ichi of uh, arla. The mei abaye terev your attempted proof from the Mishnah of Arla is not a proof. Yeah, again, you have no raya that it has to do with the derech. Maybe over there, the reason why you don't get Malchus is because it's not a fruit. Nothing to do with the fact that it's not the derech. Okay. Omar Abaye says Everybody agrees Biklai Kerem Everybody agrees when it comes to to um klayim, okay, um of a Kerem, when you graft forbidden uh produce together. The person's going to get Malchus for eating clayim, things that were forbidden to plant together, even if it's not the usual way. time to like The prohibition of clayim is not specific to the eating of it. Okay? It's it's um, The whole process is an issue over here. It doesn't use the word achil. It uses, actually, if you want to know the mice or what it does, it uses the word of, of kaddish. Kaddish, the word kaddish means it's like hektish. Hektish means it's separated from me. I'm, I'm not anything to do it. Like kaddushin. What's shot in Kaddushan? Marriage is called kaddushin. Why is it kaddushin? Because the woman is now separated. Until now, she's connected to every man in the world. She's permitted to marry whoever she wants. Kedusha means she's now hectish to this man. The rights to marriage are now separated from the rest of the world. And it's to this guy. It's so fascinating. When we get to kedusha, we'll handle this a little bit. The Masechta doesn't discuss it directly. But it's a fascinating idea that a relationship of Kedushin, of marriage, is called that. It's not even about the husband and wife. It's about them being separated from everybody else. Hektisch doesn't talk about... It. The word Kedushin is not necessarily about the husband and wife. That's the translation of holiness. That the, un- the union is holy. But it really means that they're separated from everybody else in the world. Which is a very interesting way to put a marriage very interesting way uh, expression to call a marriage but okay he says if a person eats from klaya kare so there's not going to be a chiyamagos. God doesn't say they're layyachil use the word hektish that it's separated from you say that's a challenging question minayin shu asr no is asr to eat I can't eat mocha meat by the way this sugi that we're touching on right now is from Amar Abai a couple lines ago it's going to take us a little bit on to Amar Aleph Okay, so we might go a little bit onto tomorrow's tomorrow's that it says by Basar Becholov, ki am kodesh you're not allowed to eat milk and meat together because you are an am kodesh, you're a holy people. and it says by non-kosher animals, anche kodesh tiuli, you shouldn't eat an nevela you shouldn't just eat a dead carcass. Why Akadish Baruch says, because you are a holy nation to me. Malahalon So in both places, interestingly, by Basir Bahov don't eat milk and meat because you're an Amkadesh. Don't eat a dead carcass. Why? The Anche Kadesh Because you're people of holiness. Malahalon Just like by a non kosher animal, it is usr. It's it's, uh, it's forbidden. So too, meat and milk is not allowed to be eaten together. Okay. Interesting way to learn it out, no? This whole thing of milk and meat is just a derivative of the laws of carcass. Let's keep reading. How do I know you can't even benefit from milk and meat? You'll say... I know that milk and meat not only may not be eaten, you can't even benefit from kavachim. Ma Arla, just like Arla, Shalai, Nebda, Ba, Veira. Whereby Arla, what'd you do? You planted a tree. Every tree needs the first three years of growth. You can't just jump to here, number four. Right? It's like high-rising, high-riser buildings that don't have a 13th floor. 5, 6, 7, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14. There's no 13th floor. Really? Why? Because people are superstitious. The 14th floor is the 13th floor. I don't care what you call it. It's the 13th floor. You might call it 14. But the mindset is 13. You can't plant a tree and be like, Oh, okay, I planted a tree. It's year number four. No. Every tree goes through this process of Arla. As three first three years. It's Arla. No, Avera was done by Arla. And still Asura Bahana. Still, not only you're not allowed to eat our law; you can't even benefit. When no transgression was done, so where where you're not even allowed to cook it together. So how to get together in the first place? Must have been avera. How much more so should it be aser b'ano? If I, in I caused this in the first place, I shouldn't even be allowed to benefit it. So Warner says no kavachaimer. From Arla to teach me, Isra of bas because Arla Maybe Arla tak is more strict. You know why? Because Arla starts out forbidden. As soon as I plant this tree and it starts growing, the first three years it's forbidden. Bas b'cholov, meat by itself, totally kosher. Milk by itself, totally kosher. It's the combination that's an issue. So bas b'cholov actually is not more strict. Granted, it has a chumrah. Right, in that, it took an action of avera to make it, but there's also a kula here. There's also a leniency in as much as that it was previously permitted, and now it's usr, as opposed to arlo which has a chumrah. It was never permitted in the first place. So the Gemara says, no, that's not a that's not a good upshlag on the kal b'chaymer. Chometz yechiach. on pesach will prove that it, that this discrepancy is not a good question. Shaili shasakayish razubana. Hametz on Pesach was just permitted yesterday and is still forbidden to benefit from. So you see that even when something has a shasa kaysher even when something had a time where it was allowed, it can still be Asr Bahana. And in mela, we should say that Arla, which is forbidden to benefit from, can be a good source to Basar Becholov that is forbidden to benefit from. Aye, Basar Becholov had a Shasa kaysher so what? Pesach also had a shasakaysher and it's Shabbana. It Says the Gemara, "Bamalachom es bevezur shkein onus Uh Pesach on chametz uh, on Pesach has its own chumrah, and that is a of kares for eating uh, Pesach. If you eat boshibachol, you are over You don't get kares eating boshibachol. So maybe the halacha Pesach of the prohibition to benefit is unique to Pesach because there's kares. Maybe when there's no prohibition to benefit, uh, may, may, I'm sorry. Maybe when there's no iser kares, it would be permitted to benefit. So we're back to kali no, akarem. There's no chi of kares. It's just a, it's just a lab. You're not allowed to plant it. There's no chi of kares. Says the Gemara. It's question. The misa and if it's taka true that it is aser behanao. To use kaleh hakerem, no matter what, if it's taka true, that kaleh hakerem is Usr Baha no no matter how you use it, nifreich, we should ask on this whole back and forth. Uh, what do you mean kaleh hakerem yachir? We should ask mal kaleh hakerem. Shkien lekin aleim afiush lekin derech hanazon. Kaleh hakerem. Oh no, there's no proof because Kali Karem is a problem, even though there's no one as So you see it's so lenient, says the Gemara, no Kali Karib is not lenient. You know why? Because it's so mahmir that I'm even gonna be high of Allah if I do it in an unusual way. Why don't we add if you're right, if Issi ben Yehuda is right, that Kali Karim has a khumra that it's forbidden to benefit it, no matter what, we have a great question on this Shach on the back and forth. Oh, Kali Kerem, you see, Kaliak Kerem, which is so low down in the Chumras, still you can't benefit. No, Kaliak Kerem is not lenient. Kaliak Kerem, you have a problem even if you do it with a shinoi. That's pretty strict. Abaye, Abaye is going to respond to that. He says, no, we wouldn't have asked that question. Taimar you're going to say, oh, Kali uh, Kerem is, is uh, more strict. Should be like Basar Bechalov? We only get Malchus in the usual way. No, Atu Achila Achila is written. Um, if a person cooks Basar Bechalov in an unusual manner, Am I allowed to eat it in the usual manner? No. I can't eat in the usual manner. Memela says Abayi, this question from Kalei HaKerem wouldn't be a question. Aye, Kalei HaKerem has a Chumrah in that even if it's done in an unusual way, it's chayav. Guess what? Basmechel of two. Even if it's cooked in an unusual way, it's still forbidden to eat in the usual fashion. The Idach, and the other man, the Yomar, the Kamaisivla, who's asking questions over here. He says, the Torah learns out milk meat from the Yisrael. V'la manavila derech hanosa, afpaseh b'cholav, derech hanosa, taco, hold, that your taco, that, that ain't a chanami. You're only going to be chayv if it's the usual way. The is going to say, no, l'hochilai kasev achila b'gufa. It's interesting the Torah doesn't write this and B'chalav, directly to let us know that you're talking not only going to be chayav in the usual way, you'll even be chayav in an unusual way. Says the Gemara, two more steps and we'll hold it here. The Lifreich, why don't we ask, Kalia Kerem never had a shasa kaysher, which is different than Boser Bachalov. Boser Bachalov at least had a The milk was once kosher, the meat was once kosher as opposed to the Kali kerem, where it was planted in the forbidden way, so there it's more strict. Amaravada Barava, zotomeret Kali is letting us know that Kali it's taka oser meikara, ahoy islam o'islam, shasakai shakai shakai The seeds were originally allowed, and since the seeds were originally allowed, that taka would be similar to Basu B'cholav. At the same way, beforehand, I had my grape seed, I had my wheat seed, each one was allowed to plant, but only now, together, is it a problem sending Basu B'cholav. At kosher milk, that's allowed. And Makosher meat, that's allowed. Only together it's a problem. I'm a Both cases would be the same and that would not stand as a question. This leads us up to Moshev Rev Shemaya, and we will pick up from here Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow night at seven thirty.